Hey guys, Trevor here with Red Leaf, and today we've got a little bit of a different episode for you. It's going to be a little bit of like a channel update and podcast update, so that you guys have an idea of what's coming down the shoots over the next couple of months. And uh, really, we're just going to sit down, roll up some of those platinum grapes, and smoke a joint with you guys while I give you a quick rundown as to what my plan is over the next three to four months with this chat and the content we'll be uploading. But for now, you guys, cheers. Let's get the intro in here because, of course, the hiccups need to hit at least once this week. Welcome back, you guys. And like I said in the intro today, ooh, we're going to be rolling up some of this delicious platinum grapes from Organicraft. I honestly thought I had recorded a one-hitter weed review for this one, but it looks like I haven't. So we're going to quickly break down this bud right now. You guys give it a quick little uh, look at aroma-based score. Really nice structure on the buds. You've got good crystal formation throughout. A nice kind of a purple color. This is supposed to be very similar. I think it's actually the same cut as the Grape Galencia from Tommy's, Tommy's Craft. They're both from a Mother's Lab base cut, I believe. But with that being said... Where the Tommy's Craft gives you a lot more of that kind of sweet, sugary, grape kind of aromatic experience. This Platinum Grape has a lot more of like a funk, a winemaking smell. Where it's got that kind of sharpness that you get when you put the yeast into that initial kind of slurry of juice, water, peel. It really depends on what type of wine you're making. But that kind of base, after two or three days of having the yeast and that activation, it's got a lot sharper and a lot of a potent and um, kind of... Oh, sharp's really the best word that I can think of to describe it right now, nose to it. But with that being said, you guys, we're going to put the two bigger buds back in the jar because we don't need to smoke the full two grams. We're going to grind up the smaller ones, get a joint rolled up while I quickly run you guys down exactly what I have planned over the next four months. So, with the return of my content upload, I'm gonna be only aiming to hit four to th three to four days a week to start with, you guys. The seven days a week was really manageable when I was working at the, bud at the uh, dispensary as a bud tender where I was able to bring my laptop, do the editing at work, and all of that type of content. So I was able to provide a lot more of like the smaller videos or work on my longer form videos with a little bit more ease. but. This past summer, I've been working out at the golf course. I don't have quite as much, um, I don't want to say free time, because it wasn't free when I was working at the dispensary, but I had less flexible time is the best way that I can describe it, because I just don't have the ability to pop my laptop out and edit an hour-long review, where at the dispensary, when we didn't have the customers, I was able to use that as a form of education, because I'm just reinstituting the knowledge that I covered in the review and I'm just able to grasp it and understand it a little bit better because when I'm editing it you guys I'm watching it so that I can actually take in what I'm saying because about 75% of what I say sticks in my brain then there's the 25% from when we get to about the third bong rip on where she gets a little hairy so I'm not gonna lie to you guys it is beneficial for me to watch my own reviews to get that kind of piecemealed portion of the information that I don't necessarily remember or I got distracted by the flavor or I got distracted by one thing then I mentioned a note 
in the review and I'm smoking that same strain and I pick it up and it's like, oh no, that's got more of this. So that when I'm describing it to consumers or I'm helping people pick the genetics they're looking for, I've got a full, well-rounded experience of each of my reviews. It's not just that first smoke taste. But with that being said, you guys, like I said, we're going to dip this down to about three to four days a week worth of content. We're going to have our Tuesday, Thursday regular uploads. Those are going to continue with the reviews. Thursday is going to be a little bit more loose with uh, what I actually review. Like you saw this week, we have the one hit read review Thursday, Friday. Next week, we've got a concentrate review with the six-month-old age hash from T-God. Two weeks from now, I've got a 510 vape cartridge that I'm going to be reviewing you guys. So we're going to have a lot more flexibility on that Thursday episode. However, Friday, that's been a staple since day one. That one hit or read review is a staple of this channel. I'm not going to get rid of that, you guys. We may take breaks from it. We may come back to it. I may uh, upload five days a week worth of recordings if I have the time to record, edit, and upload five days a week worth of reviews. I enjoy doing them. I enjoy your guys' feedback. It really does help create a community for discussion, those reviews. And I've noticed that, especially when I've been gone, because I've continued to see comments and people engaging with me on my YouTube videos, especially the reviews. So... We're going to keep that running, you guys. I'm really looking forward to uh, diving into some of the new genetics that we have. Like next week, we've got this black truffle from Pure Fire. I was recommended to pick this one up while I was in BC, and I've been saving it till I had the time to actually give it a full one-hitter read review and appreciation. So that is something we're definitely going to be smoking in the next, I guess for you guys, it'd be five days because this one will be uploaded on Sunday. Now... Let's go into the weekend's worth of content. That's Saturday, Sunday's worth of content. Because I said you guys would be aiming for three to four days. That's exactly where we'll be rotating out the, uh, the missing days. Will be our Saturday or Sunday's content. And that's going to be grow content focused on Saturday. So the grow updates are going to be making a return, you guys. We're going to be doing a little bit more DIY projects as well. I've been able to build a cloner like you guys saw yesterday. Um, we're, we're just going to incorporate more of that into those growing videos so that we can teach you guys how to do things yourself as well as showing you the cannabis that I have growing. Um, I have big plans for two big grows in the next couple of months. We're going to be doing an autoflower rundown like I talked to you guys about when uh, we went over that cloner video yesterday, I have a plan to do a full pheno hunting video, um, not video, but video series in uh, the next couple of months. We're going to start that probably around mid to late October once I have that meat breath genetic out of the tent and we can move the triple scoop over to start flowering because then we'll have the autos getting into flower. We'll have a whole bunch of really beautiful, colorful buds to be looking at while the phenos are starting their little veg stage. Then once we have those grown up and uh, healthy enough to take some clones off of them, we'll put them right into the flower tent and just do a really small kind of sea of green approach to that pheno hunt. Find which genetic is pumping out the best gassy aromatic experience in some genetics or that fruity, rich, hearty flavor in others. And then we're also looking for some hash dumpers, you guys, because I'm going to start doing some bubble hash and concentrate making videos that way as well. So we've got lots planned for you in the coming months. I've got a couple of other smaller projects that I'm working on as well that 
I'm thinking is going to be pushed more into the springtime just because they will take longer to put together. Now, the one aspect that I'm very, very excited to be bringing to you guys is a new and improved addition to our podcast. We're going to keep the Bud Tender series rolling where it's a one-on-one episode or even a one with two other people like we did with uh, the two Ryans from Auto Cure Bag. I enjoy those podcasts where it's a lot more focused on an individual and learning about what they do in the industry and how we can help them do what they're that that's really the best way I can describe it right now do what they're aiming to do achieve the goals that they have to achieve we're going to keep that podcast rolling you guys however we're going to be supplementing that podcast with the bud tender series 2.0 very similar approach it's going to be education based industry focused it is 100% going to be beneficial for bud tenders to come and check these episodes out because with the 2.0 edition of our Bud Tender series, we're going to be going into more of a panel format. So I'm going to be moderating these episodes unless we end up finding someone who wants to moderate one for me so that I can take part as a panelist, which that may happen in the future. However, right now, I'm going to be moderating the panels. We're going to be having between three to four guests involved, and the topics are going to range from difficulties Bud Tenders have for the knowledge acquisition and passing the knowledge on to the consumer, to marketing issues, you guys. Like, we're going to have LPs involved. We're going to have bud tenders involved. We're going to have people who've transitioned from bud tenders into other aspects of the industry. We're going to have healthcare professionals. The first episode, we've recorded the first episode, and it's coming next week, you guys, a week from today. I've got Mike Borg, who is on the original pilot episode of our bud tender series he's back for this pilot episode which is great to have i've got jordan who's the general manager of bud tender at the northern light supply in miscue if you guys are in that area go and check out that shop it has the largest selection of cannabis and it is definitely worth going and visiting because the bud tenders there are great they're excited to see you when you come in they're very knowledgeable and if they don't know they'll tell you they don't know something and they'll tell you who is the person to go and find that is the type of dispensary experience that we want to have across this country, you guys. So definitely go and support Northern Lights Supply if you're in the Edmonton, Miskew, Leduc area. 100% worth the visit. Their selection of product is incredible. That's the shop that I wanted to build the Boreal Cannabis that I was working at prior to being taken over by Canna to look like. That actually makes me feel like home whenever I go to that dispensary. So Jordan... I had an amazing time having you on. Definitely worthwhile checking out the dispensary. Then our third guest, a great person to round out this experience, was Kayla San Martin. She's a RN and actually is running a cannabis consulting business to provide a more medical-based knowledge. She has her Bachelor of Science as well. So there's a huge amount of scientific and actual therapeutic knowledge that she can provide, and she absolutely provided that. We cracked into textbooks, folks. That's the type of conversation we're having. So it is 100% beneficial for you guys if you're interested in learning more about the plant, learning more how to be able to just talk about it or just be involved in a great conversation overall, you guys. But with that being said, I, I, I could sit here and talk about that podcast all day long. It was almost three hours long, you guys. That's how great of a conversation we were able to achieve with that. Now, that being said, we're going to slide our tips over. I'm sitting here ready to roll the joint, but I've gotten so deep into this conversation that uh, 
I haven't started it. So we'll do that while I quickly run down my plan for the remainder of 2022. Because honestly, guys, if I don't tell you what my plan and my goals and kind of the um, expectations I've set out for myself, I'm not likely to keep them. But if I voice them and I let you guys know, I know you'll be a huge motivation because I'm like, well, I let these guys know I can't really let them down. It's a personal trick to make things happen so that you guys have more content to enjoy. So I've got five kind of key goals that I want to hit for the remainder of 2022. And if you guys can think of any ways to help me achieve these, definitely let me know down in the comments. But the first goal is going to be maintaining a regular upload schedule for you guys on YouTube. That one is a gimme. I've been uh, lacking all summer, working out on the golf course, and honestly, after that little bit of a shit show of the takeover with the dispensary, the way that um, human HR and just the Canacabana team treated me when I was asking for clarification and uh, a little bit more understanding of what's to expect, I needed a break. I'm not going to lie to you guys. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. I needed a break from the industry. And then past couple I would say about past three weeks since coming back from BC things have started to get rolling I've had some opportunities I was able to go out to the grow up conference in Niagara Falls which was absolutely incredible and it really lit that fire under my ass again because I got surrounded by people in the industry who actually want this industry to succeed and grow the way that is mutually beneficial for everyone but also is mutually available for everyone to grow and develop and achieve their own goals in. It's not a, well, I want to do what I want to do and then you don't get to do what you want to do. The people who actually genuinely care about the plant, not just the money that the plant can make, honestly want to see this industry succeed in as many different possibilities and it's not the let's get together and get as high as possibly can. It's let's get together and create a community of people who are like-minded and want to achieve the same goals. It doesn't have to be cannabis related. It's just a benefit that cannabis is the building point of the community because it's somewhere where you can start having those conversations. That's, that's the biggest takeaway, you guys. I, I, honestly, that is the biggest takeaway. The people who care want to provide opportunity, environment, and safe experiences for people who want to come in and learn to consume or people who consume regularly that just want a place to socialize and feel welcome when they're enjoying this amazing plant. So that like-minded and appreciation towards this plant is 100% why I'm focused, I'm driven, I'm back at it, you guys. And I'm really looking forward to keeping this content going. I've got lots of plans, lots of stuff that I want to make happen. But first, we need to get you guys regularly fed with this review the content the podcast all of that information because the more of us that are knowledgeable the more likely we are to affect change and that's really what we want to do is we want to affect the change that benefits us all new consumers regular consumers on the weekend and everyday stoners all of us have something to gain from affecting the regulation so that regular upload schedule on youtube you guys is step one for me doing that the second step is for me to create a growing podcast that educates and excites the industry. We've already started working on that with the Bud Tender Series. With the Bud Tender Series 2.0, you guys, we're going to be even working further 
into that direction. And since we're able to have multiple guests on, we're going to have multiple points of view. We're going to be able to ask some questions that wouldn't normally come up in that one-on-one podcast. So definitely, if you have somebody in mind that you think would be a great panelist, if you have a bud tender that stands out, let me know. Let them know to reach out to me. Absolutely. I will reach out to them. We will have them on the podcast, you guys. I want to showcase the amazing bud tenders that are out there. So please, let your local bud tenders know what's going on and invite them to come and watch the show and invite them to reach out if they want to reach out. Or if they're more comfortable with me reaching out to them, let me know their information. I will reach out to them, you guys. I want to showcase bud tenders. I want to showcase the people who give a shit about this industry. That's what Right of the Leaf, Homegrown Promotions, everything that I stand behind is... I want to give a platform for people who give a shit. Because the people who give a shit are the people who want to affect the change that actually will benefit everyone. And not just make money for the people that are making money. Because cannabis can make a lot of money. Government's the ones that are profiting right now from that. We need to change that aspect. We need to change that mindset. So, I'm going to end up cycling back and keep kicking that dead horse because I'm very passionate and driven behind that, you guys. Third major goal is I want to update and polish both my YouTube page and my Red of the Leaf website. I have a website. It's not very well done, you guys. I'm not honestly very knowledgeable in setting up that website. I did a decent job using a template, but realistically it could be better. And I want it to be a more beneficial educational resource for you guys. So if there's anybody out there that has some experience or knowledge in improving and updating a YouTube profile and the page on the actual YouTube website, as well as if you guys have knowledge in setting up a WordPress-style website using Bluehost, that's what I have my uh, website set up with, please reach out and let me know. I would love to work with you and definitely help get something unique rocking out there so that everyone in the industry can benefit. But that's not... Number one priority, that's sitting third of five. So definitely, if you guys have anybody that you think would be great to involve, please reach out and let me know. I'm, I want to support up-and-comers. So if there's somebody out there that's just looking to get their name out there, please let me know. I'll hype the shit out of you if you do an amazing job. Even if you just do a great quality job, I'll hype you. That's what I do, you guys. I love to promote and support up-and-comers because they're the people who are really going to be making the new fun moves and shakes in the industry that they're involved in. So with that, that's really the focus when it comes to a um, YouTube, social media, that type of focus. A lot of, a lot of those goals are just maintaining content and upgrading what I'm already doing for you guys. The last two goals are a little bit selfish, but not at the same time because they're something that I've been thinking about and working on a little bit. So I want to maintain a consistent grow cycle and grow content for you guys because I'm not going to lie. I would love to um, get some sort of sponsorship to help cover the cost for my grow and stuff like that to be able to expand the amount of tents that I have and start growing more plants, start having just a little bit more um, hands-on knowledge and experience with the actual growing of the plants. And having the ability to directly pick the genetics I'm growing gives me a huge advantage when I'm growing at home versus getting involved with an LP. Now, 
with that being said, you guys, we're going to go ahead and finish rolling up this joint while we wrap things up. Because that last goal, that last goal is really kind of all-encompassing of the other four. I want to create an educational platform for butt tenders. Whether it be a magazine, whether it be the YouTube videos that are created into pod, like, uh, not podcasts, but playlists something we need to have some form of continuing education for our butt tenders you guys because the cell safe in alberta and the um i think it's cell can or whatever the equivalent in ontario is it's pretty lackluster it's pretty light it's pretty outdated it's let's just call it what it is it's pretty ugly it needs to be improved or at the very least if the government wants to have that as the baseline they need to have, okay, now that you've done this, you need to go and find this, this, or this, because these are the places that continuing education is supported and improved by. That type of situation needs to happen, because for me, I look at it, and coming from the emergency medical services, so EMS, coming from that industry, it's a very young and fresh industry in the medical aspect. So for me, it's very easy to transition my mindset from EMS into cannabis because the entire time while I'm in EMS, we kept getting told, well, we're young in the industry. We're just a baby. We're just new. We're just trying to prove that we legitimately need to exist. And you guys may not believe me, but talk to EMS. Talk to people within EMS, and they will say that. EMS is a redheaded bastard stepchild of the medical field and of first response because we're the newest. We're, like, EMS is just new cannabis is the same thing so a lot of the banging the head against the wall issues is similar i've found to the experience that i had when it comes to ems trying to get something new trying to change the protocols trying to it's like well eh, kind of a dragging the feet experience cannabis seems very very similar in that sense now the one thing that ems has that cannabis should have is there's a regulatory body acp alberta college of paramedics now the way that it's set up is not optimized to be protecting or supporting the actual ems members i'll be honest with you guys there but if you look at acp the alberta college of paramedics as one side of what we should have where they're there to protect the public i have no issues for me AGLC falls within that range. However, what we need is a separate society. We need somebody to run a cannabis-based education system that is accredited or at least acknowledged by AGLC, the OCS, all of these cannabis regulatory boards as the standard continuing education platform for the industry so the way that ems works acp every year you need to accrue a certain amount of credits to be able to renew so you need to maintain a certain amount of continuing education to be able to renew i 100 believe believe that bud tender should have to do the exact same thing there should be an accreditation system where if you go and you take part in a collector's cup hosted by Canada reps, you earn credits. So going to an actual in-person event, you earn credits. Because 
you're learning. You're exposing yourself to people outside of your dispensary. You're getting education from people who have the... At that point, we would be accrediting Canareps as a portion of the education system for bud tenders. Alberta Bud, Partake, Parkland, any of those facilities. If you go through a facility tour, you earn credits. Why? Because you're educating yourself on the system. Things like that, you guys, are where we should be putting our focus. This is where the money should be going, not into the government's pockets. It should be going... I, I have no issues with the government taking a chunk, but someone like myself or any of you guys that have that desire to create the educational platform should be allowed to apply for bursaries, sponsorships, endorsements from the government that is pulled directly from the cannabis tax. I would have less of an issue if the excess tax was used to grow and improve the cannabis industry. But it is not. It's not. So, we ha like the money's there. If you go and you look, top in the top 10 co um, companies that are producing major income from cannabis, how many of them are governmental? Good majority of them. So at what point does the government need to start feeding the money back in the industry to provide the education that they're so worried about us not having? It's just a thought, you guys. But with that being said, I've gotten on a little bit of a tangent. I was thinking that this was going to be less than 20 minutes, but we're just about at a half hour. Let's go ahead, spark up this joint, wrap up this video, you guys, because I don't want to get too spicy on here. We'll save that for the panels and the one-on-ones because you guys know that I get heated from time to time. But a little platinum grape from Organicraft. Nice, tasty-ass joint is a good way to wrap this one up, you guys. Overall, like I said, I'm back. I've got the passion. I'm definitely a little bit irritated with what this industry is heading towards and where we could be going. So let's start enacting change. Let's start making some noise. Let's start making something happen, folks. But that being said, I'm going to sit back, enjoy this joint. And let's wrap up this video. So up in the corner, we're going to have that right of the leaf logo. You want to hover over that, click that subscribe button and the bell notification to be notified anytime one of these videos go live. Down below, we'll have two videos for you. One's the most recommended, the other one's the most recently uploaded. Please click on either of those or anything else I have to offer under right of leaf for now. But uh, honestly, you guys, content's coming, education's coming, events are coming. They're just going to take a little while to get organized. That's all I'm going to say about that. <coughs> but keep yourself informed. Keep yourself talking, and let's make this industry what it definitely could be. But for now, you guys, cheers. I'll see you on Thursday when we're smoking a little six-month-old oak barrel-aged hash from d -Rod. Cheers, folks.